Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust proof stainless steel hardware, weather ready teak, and quick dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com/acast and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com/acast. Happy holidays, my friends. That's right. This is the last ups and downs before Christmas Day, hence why I have dressed up as Santa Claus. But don't worry, I'm not the real Santa Claus. Don't really understand how Santa does it. If you said, Simon, you need to fly around the world giving people presents, I'd be like, nah, bruh, I'm good. I did just want to say thank you for all the support over the last year, though. I think it's crazy that we're still doing this and we built this nice little positive community where we try and see the best in professional wrestling. But yes, let's take the finger of power and give the good bits and up and the bad bits are down for WWE Smackdown. Given that next week's a bunch of best of, it really is the last WWE show of the year. Look at me with my stupid TikTok microphone because of this beard. Let's go. We're going to be on video reminding you of everything that has been going down with the bloodline of Randy Orton and AJ Styles and LA Knight when AJ did indeed walk to the ring. Now, because he's teasing a heel turn, he is wearing black. It's just what people do. He also doesn't care about Randy all night because he only wants to whoop Roman Reigns' ass. So look, if they want to go pick up the pieces afterwards, that's fine. But he must get to him first because, of course, who took out AJ Styles over the last few months? It was the bloodline. He then challenged Roman to a match at the Raw Rumble. And I think word must have travelled backstage then when LA Knight was like, wait a minute, another guy who walks around with two letters as their first name is saying bad things kind of about me? I'm going out there. He too actually doesn't care what the phenomenal one does as long as he gets to Roman first. When Edge was all like, well, look who it is. La, the guy who stepped over my corpse as soon as I got injured and took my tag team match with John Cena. It's like he is telling the truth. He then reiterated that he doesn't care about any of these idiots as long as he gets bloodline revenge. And then Randy Orton must have been like, man, I've already told you I need bloodline revenge. So he came to the ring too. It really does beg the question why these guys don't talk to each other in the week. But actually Orton came with a good logic of his own. He was like, wait a minute. The bloodline took me out for 18 months. So if we're talking about anger levels, I'm at the tippity top. I then thought that was a great time to mention that, yeah, you guys both did get murked by that group. But I didn't. So once again, I need to tell you, if somebody is going to get the first crack, it's going to be me. Finally, Nick Aldis walked out and he was like, man, you guys are driving me nuts. You're like children. But I'm going to give you all a present. Because in two weeks time, we'll be having Smackdown New Year's resolution. It is going to be you three in a triple F match. And whoever wins can go to the pay-per-view premium live event. AJ seemed to be surprisingly cool with all of this. As he said to everybody, do not get involved with my match later. Because he has taken on Solo Zakoa. That was kind of it. It was fine. I mean, this episode of Smackdown overall was very much, ha you should tune in in two weeks. I like the fact that AJ Styles is back. I like the fact that LA Knight is still in the main event scene. And I just like Jack Randy Orton. It's getting it up. When WWE couldn't help themselves because it was a Holiday Havoc tag team match. Good. I love this nonsense. There's also Bianca Belair, Zelina Vega, Shotzi and Meechin taking on Damage Control. 
This is mostly so the good guys can get their revenge against the bad guys. We brawled instantly because who needs rules at Christmas when back in the ring, Bianca and Io looked at each other and they got into it when Belair slammed her ass with a suplex. Bernie then made the save, which has been her role recently, when Shotzi remembered, oh yeah, there's a bunch of presents around the ring and she opened one and inside was a chair. So I started hooping the horroring. I was like, my gosh, do not get somebody a present that is a still folding chair. It allowed her to splash bells as she jumped onto the rest of Damage Control as well. When all of a sudden, Kyrie Sane and Oscar had kendo sticks. They were like Christmas themed kendo sticks. I was like, well, where did they come from? And who put them out there to begin with? You don't need no kendo stick at Christmas. Bianca and Shotzi then got a table out. That didn't go well because they got smacked with it. But it kind of did distract Oscar because Meechin was then here and she took her out with a bomb of power. Bianca was then smashing other gifts over Eo's head. I was like, Belay, you don't even know what's in there. Maybe it's a brick and you could kill someone. When Kyrie. <laughs> had a trash can lid, which he also got out of another box, so that'd be the crappiest present ever. And she hit Shotzi so hard with this, I laughed. It was like a positive laugh. I was absolutely terrified. Zelina then got involved as people were being thrown into Christmas trees and Oscar was using the mists, when somebody should call the cops, because they went to open another present box, and who was inside but Isla Dawn? I'm, I'm sorry, that is kidnapping. Alpha Fire then appeared in another one. They were acting all spooky-wooky, so I had no idea what was going on. When kind of interestingly, of all people, Michin went and won the thing. She was able to hit the eat defeat, put Eo Sky on a table when she did a senton through that mess, and she got the one, two, three. So now I'm sure in a couple of weeks' time, we'll do Michin versus Eo Sky for the championship, and of course, Sky will win. That's right. Sometimes it's good to get W's, but this was just so absolutely wonderful and ridiculous, which is how I like to spend my Christmas giving it up. The Bloodline were then sat in the back in their locker room, and you know the deal. None of them were happy. So we had Jimmy Uso still winding Solus the car up, going, oh man, you think you're the tribal chief, well you're not, man, I'm going to whoop you. When Roman was like, who is this strange man that is making all the rules? Paul Heyman was, <laughs> it's Nick Aldis, the new general manager. Reigns then decided he must see that guy right now. So I was like, great, it's probably going to stab him in the face. But before we got to that, we had to have some great old wrestling because it was Dragon Lee defending his North American championship against Butch. Oodalali. So I really do like the fact we're allowing Dragon to do this on the main roster because now he can jump from here to NXT and he's just going to get better and better and better. And do not forget that Butch is the former Pete Dunne, so these two cooked. We also made it very clear that Butch is all alone now because he has lost his Ridge Holland friend. So I suppose he's back in NXT properly. Don't really know what's going on here. He also tried to go after Dragon's arm, but Lee just booted him in the face when he did a big old dive. This makes perfect sense. There's only like seven days left before the end of 2023. You've got to get them in. It has been the official move. Which was then really mean because he was trying to break Dragon's fingers, which makes no sense because Dragon don't have fingers. But even then, he has been blessed with having these digits. But if you snap him, how is he meant to open his presents on Christmas Day? Exactly. Dragon Lee realized this and he just hit this Frankensteiner. My word, that was good. Then traded some power bombs from some really good one-two oohs, but I was a little bit nerd here. It's like, come on now. We ain't going to let Butch win now, are we? We, and I was right. Now, we did tease this because the brawling brute was going to go for the bitter end, but somehow Dragon Lee turned that into a destroyer when he hit Operation Dragon and he got the one, two, three. So you've just got to give him a round of applause. They are two talented wrestlers, and you damn right it's getting it up. They also shook hands afterwards, although Butch was super sad, which was going to tie into something happening later. When we went back to Roman Reigns' locker room, 
and Nick Aldous was already there. Now, the best part of all of this is that Nick didn't hold back. He wasn't scared of the tribal chief, and he just told him, listen, you absolute buffoon, I run the show, so while you may have wonderful hair and a good beard, don't test me. Of course, the tribal chief was upset, because why are you making triple threat matches without running it by me first? Because that's what Adam Pearce used to do. So Nick Aldous just got his shots fired gun. He's like, listen, Roman, you suck. I'm not Adam Pearce. I'm the real authority around here, so don't mess with me wasn't doing this. He also decided to wind up Roman because he was like, oh man, when you were away, Solo Sokoa took out John Cena and you weren't able to do it. So from now on, that's right. You will listen to me and you will listen to me good. He also made it clear that the triple threat match will go ahead so Roman can get ready for the Raw Rumble. When he left, Reigns just sat there absolutely seething. So obviously he's going to kill it. But look, because Nick Aldis has been a wrestler for years, I think you should do that match at some point. I think it would be quite good. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. It probably won't be as good as what came next, though, because it was Carmelo Hayes versus Kevin Owens in the U.S. title tournament. And this rocked as well. It really was like watching my sons fight because I love them both so much. And bravo to Carmelo because he has now laid the claim. Look, if you want to put me on the main roster, I can hang because he definitely hung. Owens, as always, remains one of WWE's MVPs, though we kind of did telegraph the ending here because we had another one of those Logan Paul inset promos. And he basically went, I tell you who I really hate, Kevin Owens, I really hope. He doesn't win. They kind of wrestled at first, too, with KO getting a little bit frustrated because Carmella was getting the better of this. And even after he hit a senton, Hayes just jumped into the ropes and he got him with a springboard clothesline. I think Kevin was a little bit done by that point, so he took Carmella and threw him into the Simba the Steel Steps. This is why he's so good, Kevin Owens. He always has this little bit of an edge. That's really important for WWE now because Adam Copeland went to AEW. Hayes also hit this face buster for a one-two-oo and I kind of started to think maybe we were going to do the surprise. But all this did was really, really piss Owens off and he killed Carmelo Hayes with his clothesline. 
was like, what is the deal with this smacker down? Everyone is trying to decapitate everybody else. The absolute best bit is when KO went for the bomb of power, but Carmelo reversed that. He got a one-two-oo when he went for nothing but net. He went right into a power bomb. He got hit with a senton and smashed with the stunner. One, two, three. But again, this was such a good match. That was basically the theme of this episode on Friday night. They all go out there and they absolutely slayed it. <laughs> it's a pun. So Owens is officially going to the final and these two shook hands afterwards because they are good people. Although actually, Carmelo is about to go back down to NXT and definitely turn heel on Trick Williams. I mean, that is sports entertainment. That is the wrestling life though. And again, I think this tournament has been pretty good, especially because we do know the final. I'll talk to you about it in just one second. Uh, when Gallows and Anderson were back on TV. So we've got to put that one to bed. Clearly, they will not turn up unless they know that AJ Styles is going to be there. Must be in their contracts. Meacham was also so pleased that AJ was back, although he was so miserable. And Gallows and Anderson were like, man, we didn't hear from you. Are we good? And Styles was like, well, are we? And he walked off and he kind of pushed them. I don't know if the OC are long for this world. Surely, though, if AJ is going to be more of a bad guy, it works for him to have some henchmen. But maybe he's not going to be a bad guy. I mean, right now, nobody knows. When we got a mega tease, because we got another one of these Carrion Cross videos with Scarlett, where they're like, are you ready? You better be ready, because we're coming for you, so get ready. And if you go through this frame by frame like a mega nerd, at one point you would have seen surely the silhouettes of the Authors of Pain, along with Paul Ellering. Bam! So surely this lot is going to join up with Carrion, and actually, I think that would be quite good. I'm a little worried this is going to make reading puns all the time, but even from a visual vantage point, that will look pretty cool. So I would guess we're going to get to 2024, and it's time to pull the trigger. Watch this space. It was then time to sort out the other side of the finals when it comes to the US title tournament. And dare I say it, I think WWE has finally decided, let's just make Bobby Lashley a face. It's the right move. Of course he was facing Samuel Escobar too. And because he is so strong and powerful, he was hurting this guy around like he was a potato or something. At one point, he went so high, I thought he was going to go through the roof. Santos then had to remember, oh my gosh, it is 2023, so I better do some dives, when he went after Bobby Lashley's leg. We talked about this a thousand times. Even if you're massive, if you've only got one walking device, it's going to be pretty hard. He also tried to pin Bob, but that was an absolute waste of time. He may as well have just gone and kissed an orange or something like that. But it kind of did work, because when Lashley did his big comeback, he was limping. He was about to reply the hurt lock though, when this totally went off, because a bunch of masked men appeared, and not only did they take out the Street Profits, but it meant Bob totally forgot that he was in a wrestling match, when Samuels Escobar snuck up behind him and hit the most devastating move in all the spots and attempted a surprise roll-up with a handful of tights, and he cheated to get the three. I then actually did the dance of joy after this, because it turns out I was right, because these people did unmask, and it was Humberto Grillo, and it was Angel Garza. They have now joined Santos, and doesn't this make all the sense in the world? We can now do a bunch of six-man tags. Hopefully on the other side of the ring will be Carlito. I miss him. It also means that the finals of the US title tournament is Kevin Owens versus Santos Escobar, and if that doesn't rock, well, I'm going to shave my head. But luckily, I won't have to do that. Um, Poor Butch was then reminded, these days, he's a massive loser. Because he was doing an interview and he was all like, well, you know, I tried really hard when I did lose. When Pretty Deadly turned up, singing Christmas carols, basically telling Butch that he had no friends. Now, Butch couldn't handle this, went absolutely crazy, and he threw them into a box-like structure. When Nick Aldis finally walked in and said, I am sick of you guys, so in two weeks you are going to have a tag team match, and by then, Butch, you better find a buddy. There have been some rumours that maybe, just maybe, this will be Tyler Bate, and if you know your wrestling history, you know how that ties in, but it's probably just going to be Sheamus. 
but that's a win-win situation. You either do Tyler and the former Pete Dunne, or Sheamus returns to WWE after his injury. I ain't gonna get mad at it. Logan Paul then also made sure to big up Santos Escobar versus Kevin Owens. He was like, Santos, you're not on my level, and Kevin, <laughs> you look like Reddit if it actually came to life. Can't lie, it was quite funny. When it was time for WWE to do their favorite thing, because they held off the shenanigans, because when we got to the main event, it was gonna be shenanigans central. But this is actually fine, because there was a time, even as early as 2022, where every single match would have shenanigans, whereas now we do save them for elements like this. But if you didn't think there were going to be shenanigans, you're a crazy Steve. It was also AJ Styles versus Solo Sokoa, because AJ is a little bit mad here. He started by chopping Solo. I was like, Stars, I don't think you should be doing that to him. He also dropped, kicked his knee, which you don't see every day. And surprise, surprise, Solo came back with this massive headbutt when he also slammed AJ with the hip attack. This ties into what we talked about earlier. Once again, he was targeting the skull. I don't think wrestlers know how precious this is. Certainly he got obsessed with this, though, and he went for a flying nothing on the ropes, and AJ Styles got out the way when he just busted out this moonsault. I was like, man... AJ is in his mid-40s. This guy is something else. Sokoa then came back with a Samoan drop out of nowhere, but it's okay because he is Samoan. And by this stage, they had charged their meters, so they were each going for their finishing moves, but because their meters were so high, the other person kept avoiding it. Or something. As soon as Solo had missed with the spike, though, AJ was able to hit the phenomenal forearm when Sokoa kind of slow-motioned rolled out of the ring, which is when Roman decided, I think I should interfere now, and I was on the floor. I was like, Reigns, why didn't you do this 10 minutes ago? It also meant the show ended exactly as last week's did, because as soon as AJ was getting some momentum, Jimmy Uso was here, then Randy Orton came out, and then Knight came out, and the show ended with our three babyfaces standing tall, but also looking at each other like, well, I don't like you, and you don't like me. I do have to admit this brawl was kind of off, though, but it's probably because WWE take these two smackdowns back-to-back, because very wonderfully, the superstars have been given the holiday season off. I think that's lovely jubbly. It was fine though, and as I've already said, this was basically one of those, well, 2024 is gonna be here soon, so just take your time and we'll get there eventually. But it worked, it was a nice way to spend my Saturday morning giving it up. And yes, I'll be the first to admit the counters are a little bit too positive, but there was nothing on this show that you were like, oh man, that absolutely sucked. As I already told you, this is a positive Pete show, and that hat is way too hot. How does Father Christmas do it? up now of course please do interact with the video subscribe click the video on the screen and like share and subscribe and get in those comments and again my friends thank you so much for the last 12 months i mean you'll still see me in 2023 but in terms of ups and downs i'll be back in 2024 love you lots see you soon mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for mother's day than whole foods market they're your destination for unbeatable savings from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts start by saving 33 with prime on all body care and candles then get a 15 stem bunch of tulips for just 9.99 each with prime round out mom's menu with festive rosé irresistible berry chantilly cake and more special treats come celebrate mother's day at whole foods market Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.